Welcome to Sliding Doors Your Story, the podcast that delves into the decisions and moments that shape our lives. I am Jenny Becker, and throughout my life, career, and relationships, I've always been fascinated with the notion that everything happens for a reason, alongside my love for the 90s movie classic, Sliding Doors. Have you ever really thought about those moments that shaped your life? Those decisions that could have gone either way in the opportunities presented to you? Sliding Doors, your story delves into your extraordinary moments and decisions that built the path of your life. Through your applications, we have curated a mini-series with amazing people taking us through their amazing Sliding Doors moments. We will reflect on how a decision or moment changed the course of their lives and how things might have looked if they had never happened. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. I'm really excited to announce that for this series, we have partnered up with Berksy, who you may have seen on this season's Dragon's Den. Berksy is a super clean and refreshing alcoholic sparkling water, which is also known as a hard seltzer and is sold throughout the UK. All of their flavours are made with real fruit and on a lovely sunny day, my favourite has to be opening up a can of peach and raspberry. And the founders also set up the brand in a sliding doors moment themselves in Toronto's Berksy Park. So we're now asking you to create your own sliding doors moment and have a Berksy with your friends this spring. So whether it's taking the time to listen to a podcast or just having a moment to yourself, taking that time to think about your sliding doors moment. And while you're at it, you can get 20% off your first order using the code sliding doors on their website, www.berksydrinks.com, where you can also tell us your sliding doors moment by entering it through the website. Enjoy the episode. My guest today is Patrick Bardsley. Patrick is 34 and lives in Long Island, New York, and is the founder of Spectrum Designs Foundation. Today, he will be sharing his life-changing moment when ticking a box on an application form changed his life forever. So welcome to Sliding Doors, your story, Patrick. Thank you very much for joining me today to chat all about your Sliding Doors moment. Um, I thought we could start off by you just telling us a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you live, what you do... Hi, hi, Jenny. Yeah, I'm uh, Patrick Bardsley. I live in New York. 
um, 34 years old, and uh, I, I've been here for 11 years. And uh, I run a series of businesses that have the mission, really social enterprises, of employing adults on the autism spectrum. Amazing. And was it, I mean, we'll talk a little bit about this with your moment, but what's it like, was it your dream to live in America? Like, how is it living there compared to the UK? Oh, it's, it's, you know, I think I did always have a dream to move here and, and, um, uh, you know, I love a lot about America. I obviously miss home, miss friends and family and, um, particularly, uh, this time of year, um, the holidays and things like that. So yeah, it's, um, but it's, it's an amazing place to live. You do feel, especially in New York, uh, you do feel like you're at the center of the universe at times. Yeah. And do you think you'll stay there forever? Yeah, I found work, love, family here. Yeah. So yeah, I think I'm pretty, pretty anchored in for sure. That's your home now. And explain a little bit more about Spectrum Designs because it's such an amazing concept. Um, and I'd love just to hear a bit more about kind of what you specifically do. Yeah, so the, the organization was really kind of necessity being the mother of all invention and, and um, the unemployment rate and lack of opportunities for adults with disabilities globally yeah. is really, really um, challenging and, and stark. And so, you know, 80% in America, for example, un, un, or underemployed. So we said, right, let's create businesses that can help tackle that. And so Spectrum Designs, the largest business is a custom t-shirt printing business, uh, embroidery hats, things like that, um, where, you know, over 60% of our workforce are uh, on the spectrum or neurodiverse to use the more modern term. Um, and, and we've started two other businesses like that. So we have a, a bakery as well and a laundry business locally that um, have the same mission, but just in different industries. So um, we're in Long Island and in Westchester, which is just north of New York City. We now have 70 employees and about 44 of them are uh, neurodiverse or on the spectrum. So it's wow. really awesome making minimum wage, working, having that meaning of inherent self-worth, that feeling that we all get from having structure yeah. in our lives and uh, making our families and friends proud. What an incredible concept. And I guess what's amazing about it as well is, is the ability it has to grow. Because, you know, as you say, you can, you, you've looked into a few industries, but you can grow the industries. And I love, I love the idea of a bakery and the printing. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing. And, and and thankfully, pandemic proof as well. Like yeah. we've come out the other side. Sort so I shouldn't say that, but you know, we're definitely through the worst of it. And uh, yeah, um, really hoping to now kind of springboard into the, the next decade and, and scale because we're still a drop in the ocean of what needs to be done. Um, and hopefully, that we can create those businesses and, and grow those businesses, and also inspire and encourage other businesses and corporations to do the same. Yeah, amazing. Oh, it's brilliant what you guys do. Um, and it ties really nicely in with your moments. So I'm excited to kind of link those two together. And I guess before we chat, um, I wanted to ask you a few questions. The first one is, why did you want to kind of share your sliding doors moment with our listeners? But then also just delving into what are your beliefs around sliding doors and the theory of fate, coincidence, everything happening for a reason? What, what do you believe in? So I really wanted to share it because for me, I do believe that we have the ability to kind of manifest our own destiny to an extent. And we get mm -hmm. handed these handful of moments in our lifetime where we have a chance to say yes, no, or point a direction and check, in my case, check a box yeah. and it can impact the rest of your life. And so, um, I think the reason I want to share it is because for me, I was right on the verge of making a different decision that would have that none of this conversation, none of what I just talked about would, would have happened. And so I just uh, want to encourage people to, to pause and, and, and question those things and then look back and enjoy them and say, wow, that moment was, that was it, you know, and yeah. it helps shape the rest of your life. 
Yeah. And do you believe that we all have kind of a life path set out for us and that, you know, everything happens? Or do you think we do have more choice in the matter? So I don't know if there's a grand design per se or or a kind of master laying things out. I'm not sure on that one, but I do believe we... We uh, we ha- we put things out into the universe and they come back to us in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And um, it's how open we are to saying yes or sometimes no to yeah. situations or opportunities um, that really change things. And so uh, I think that's what I believe. I believe that there is certainly luck. There is certainly timing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have the agency and the ability to make choices and open ourselves up to experiences that can become sliding doors moments um, when we when we made that choice. Oh, I'm right with you. A hundred percent. I think you're right. Like we we have to put ourselves out there in order for these moments to happen. Yeah. Um, and yours is an exact example of that, um, which I'm guessing is what you've learned along the way. So we'll go into talking about your moments. So at the age of 18, you checked a box on an application for a summer camp saying that you would be willing to work with those with special needs, which changed your life forever. So you ex- Explain that kind of something so simple as checking that box led to um, a whole life of meaning for you um, and to date over a hundred lives impacted through kind of your company Spectrum Designs Foundation. So explain this sliding doors moment to everyone. Take us right back to when you were applying for the summer camp and explain what happened. Yeah, so it was it was probably the autumn of 2005 when, um, and it's quite funny, I was thinking about it, no one had personal cell phones or smartphones. So we had the one house computer. Oh, those and I was were the filling days. out the yeah. application <laughs> with my dad in the one house computer room. Dial up and, internet. Um, yeah, yeah. I, well, I may have had broadband. I don't remember okay, that. Okay, fine. But, but yeah, more yeah. advanced. Um, but yeah, so, um, and I think nowadays it might not have happened because I would might have been just doing it on my iPhone, you know, by myself, but I was with my dad and he remembers it like me, which is how I know it's a legitimate sliding yeah. doors moment because we were just talking about it. And um, he remembers where he was sitting. I mean, it was <laughs> like that. And, and we're filling out the application and, you know, there's all these different options for camps, you know, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, underprivileged, overprivileged, um, all over the country. And and you fill out yes, no, or would be willing to. And we get to the special needs box. And I actually was leaning more towards no. And mm-hmm. my dad looked at me and he said, you know, they did say you should make yourself as open as possible to to different experiences and camps, you know, to, so that you could get selected. And I said, okay, put would be willing to then, not knowing that as a male in a very female dominated field of working with kids who are at special needs, um, I got snatched up right away to be at a camp because anyone who would be willing to is basically a yes in in yeah. that field because um, it's it's very female dominated. Um, so yeah, it was just an incredible moment um, thinking back, and and it really did lead its way to the rest of my life and all the meaning and purpose. I feel now um, was from checking that box. And and um, it's pretty magic because, like I said, my dad was right there and, and he helped me fill out the form and yeah. remembers it well and may not have happened nowadays. I then got placed at a special needs summer camp and, yeah. and the rest um, really is history. Um, and what so, yeah. and did you always, so where were you in your life? Were you at uni? Were you doing a degree? Like what was, what were your aspirations at the time of um, applying for the company? Did you just want to go to America just to do a fun camp? Were you kind of on a on a career path already? Where were you? No, and and, and this is a part I don't mention in the story as much, but um, my parents had just gotten divorced. And mm-hmm. um, so that's why I was just with my dad and they'd separate and moved into different homes and, and um, the family had been divided. And we always used to go on big family vacations together to the south of France and, and for, you know, long periods of time um, for years. And that 
following summer wasn't, wasn't going to be it. Um, so I said to myself, I need to get far, far away. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, um, that's, that was probably the main aspiration was to, was to go do something else. And so a a door closed, right. But a window opened. And I think, um, that was, that was the way I saw it. And, um, I didn't know what it would lead to. I thought it would just be a fun jolly to America and, you know, work with the kids, but then travel afterwards, you know, and it turns out that working at the camp was the transformative experience and changed the rest of my life. So when you found out that you got the camp, were you excited? Were you a bit like, oh, shouldn't check that box? And then subsequently, how, how did doing that camp change your life? What, what happened when you were there? I was absolutely terrified, Jack. <laughs> I had no, like zero no experience. experience. I can't believe they even picked me, honestly. Um, and then because of the timing of my high school, I didn't even go to the week training orientation. Oh my so gosh. I arrived the night before and then they went, this is Nicholas, who's the the boy I ended up working with. He's on the spectrum and he's nonverbal and all that. And I just didn't know what any of that meant. And um, I then was convinced I could kind of cure or, or make him speak and all this silly yeah. stuff and naive stuff. Um, but I think in a way, having zero book knowledge actually made it, um, made my approach completely different because I just met him where he was at and all the, the kids I worked with where they were at made some amazing friends. And um, that's when the conversations with parents started, you know, um, Hey, like camp's great, but what happens when they get older? What happens when they graduate high school? What happens when uh, it's hard to get a job? What happens when the parent gets older and can't take care of them any longer? And that fear of, you know, passing away and, and, and leaving behind someone who who's going to need lifelong care. So that's what then inspired the kind of the idea of, okay, what can we do to help, um, with, you know, adults, on, on the yeah. spectrum who who live long lives like the rest of us. It's great because you had like a natural curiosity that came from being at camp and you, I think, did you meet your founder there? Like how did then, did you, did you come back from camp and then you went back again? Like how did that, that kind of lead to the business? Yeah. So I got placed with a young man called Nicholas, who's is now the inspiration behind all of this, um, mm-hmm. everything we created and his mother, Stella, who was my co-founder, um, developed a great relationship over the years and and would go and stay you know I did five summers so I would go and stay wow. with them beforehand see school see Nicholson school stay with them share a room with him and just like we did at camp and um just couldn't wait to get back in between uni and um and then when the opportunity came to graduate uh, Birmingham University and then come over to the states and go to get my master's here and actually live with my co-founder and her family and, and Nicholas and take help um I snatched it and um and so that then knowing that probably then we would try and create something. But um, that was, um, yeah, it was an amazing, amazing time. Yeah. And before you did go to camp, what what did you want to be? Like, what were your career aspirations? It's funny. I I, I, th- I was, I wanted to do, I think I wanted to do business. I wasn't sure. When I was really young, I wanted to be a firefighter. Um, <laughs> oh. I think I had this kind of, you know, maybe wanting to help and, and help superhero kind of complex maybe. Um, but I, I really, you know, like a lot of people graduating uni, I wasn't sure. So it gave me an opportunity to, um, to have that choice kind of made for me. But yeah, yeah, I was thinking about that too, Jenny. I I don't really know um, what I wanted to do or be. I knew I wanted to find something bigger than myself. Yeah. um, Because I do think that's one of the keys to happiness in life. And it doesn't have to be starting an organization. It could be family. It could be charity. It could be your job. It could be anything. 
just find something that you feel purpose with and, and that's bigger than you, um, that you kind of put in front of you in some ways or you feel yeah. that is has a bigger implication. So I hope I would have found something like that because um, I knew that was what was probably going to make me happy. Yeah, that's like me with starting this podcast. I feel exactly. you, definitely. Yeah. Um, and you also met your wife through this whole experience as well. Do you want to just briefly explain how that happened? Yeah, so um, her brother uh, is it was a camper as well. And, and this camp I owe a lot too. Um, and, um, you know, he was in the same bunk as Nicholas. His name's Greg. And, um, and uh, his... his you know, through talking with his parents and, and, oh, you must meet our daughter one day. Ha ha ha. And then when I moved <laughs> over here, um, we ended up fortuitously meeting where I saw her and, and her brother first, uh, in, in a restaurant and, uh, went on amazing. over and said hello. And, and, uh, yeah, it was amazing. We'd, um, we'd been texting many summers before, uh, with, with, with the cell phone, but not with her. I've been texting her, her brother would use my phone to text her just oh to my kind God. of, do she, like, her number was so, there. And so I still had her number. And then that was amazing because I'm not the kind of person that would meet someone and go, Hey, can I get your number? You know, I just not yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, so I just had it. And, um, I said, hi, we just met. And, but I text you in 2008 and this was 2012 and yeah. she didn't remember of course. Uh, but yeah, um, it was pretty, pretty amazing. Oh, it's so lovely. And I think, as you said before, I think what I love about this podcast is, is that you can drill it all the way back down to literally, I'm just like envisaging you with your dad, like, and I know it was on a computer, but let's just say you like ticked a box with a pen yeah. and it could so easily have gone either way in that moment. And, you know, it's, it's not that it changed your life then, but it's how you found your purpose. And I guess, as you said, it's it's knowing and kind of showing that message that you should be open to everything because you don't know what's going to happen. And I guess what I wanted to ask you was, how different do you think your life would be now if you'd not have been placed on that camp? Like, do you ever think about it? Yeah, it'd be completely different. I, I have no idea. And and that's almost the scary thing, right? Because my life now is so... Part of my identity is, is Spectrum Designs and what I do and the family and friends I have are all from that moment. And mm -hmm. so it's a little scary to think about that and go, wow, who would I be? What would I be doing? Where would I where would I be living? You know, um, do you think you'd be in New York? Do you think you'd be in the, I mean, cause you would have gone to some camp in America. Cause that was like, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I, I would hope so. Yeah. So who knows? I, maybe I would be in a different part of the States. Maybe. I mean, there's camps all over the country and it's funny. People say, Oh, how's living in America? And I'm like, New York is where I, yeah. you know, there's a lot of America in between here. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it's, it, I have no idea. And, and, um, I, I imagine I'd be in the UK, um, which would, wouldn't be a bad thing either. I just, you know, um, that wasn't the path for me. Yeah. And I think what is so unique and brilliant about this moment specifically is that yes, it changed your life, but it's changed the lives of so many other people because of the idea that you came up with, the path that you've built, the business that you've built. And as you say, do you think that for you, that's the big thing that came out of this moment was the fact that it was bigger than yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the, the Genesis story, I, I do like to talk about, but I quickly shift it to be like, you know, the impact that it's made on so many others and how lucky I was to be able to do that and travel and experience that. Um, I'm obviously super proud of everything we've created, and um, but it's the people you meet along the way that 
join the journey, that encourage you, that give you that extra word. Like I think after the first week of camp, I was ready to quit. I remember wow. feeling really fed up and, you know, missing home and just struggling and, um, you know, a kind word from someone or a bit of encouragement, um, you know, along the way from friends that you meet um, and other fellow campers and, and um, staff kept you, kept me there. And, and that still yeah. happens now, you know? And so, yeah, I'm proud of what's happened and, and what we have and um, looking forward to what's next, but grateful for all the people and all the experiences along the way. Because that moment was the start, but so many yeah. other things then had to happen. As a, from, of course, from the well. stars had to align in other ways. And yeah. are there any other decisions in your life that you've made where you sometimes reflect back on the tick box and you think, and it made you question something and go a different way like do you think it's something that's now ingrained in you to be more open to things yeah absolutely um you know there's so many times that you you know you're not sure you you know you're stepping out of your comfort zone right so it's not as clear-cut or sliding doors as a checkbox but you don't want to do something you, you're nervous about it it's, it's causing you anxiety but I do believe that life kind of begins right there at the end of yeah. that comfort zone really and does. so it really has shaped um my decision-making and things that I do. And I'm always grateful afterwards when I've done the thing that I didn't really want to do because it was made me nervous or made me feel uncomfortable mm -hmm. or I had imposter syndrome. Um, and then you grow from that. And so, yeah. um, yeah, absolutely. And we've got to give your dad a little bit of credit because he should get some. Yeah, he should get some. I'm guessing he's asked for some over the years, but, um, I, well, one thing I would love to ask you before we go is, is there kind of one thing, and you've spoken about a lot of things, but if there's one thing that you've learned from this sliding doors moment that you would like our listeners to take away today, what would that be? For me, it's it's take chances, be open to new experiences, um, pause, right? If I'd have just gone, nope, I don't want to do it, everything would have been different. And I paused. And I was lucky that I had my dad who made me pause a little bit, but mm -hmm. we're really quick to make decisions in life sometimes. And if we just pause, um, it, 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 it can make all the difference. And yeah. um, so I think, but I think the biggest thing for me, and I tell people all the time is just be open to new experiences and, and step outside of your comfort zone. Cause I really think that's where life begins. Definitely just pause. I love that. And good luck for everything that you're doing. It's, it's amazing. And I can't wait to see kind of the other sectors and, and industries that you go into. So um, Patrick, it's been brilliant to chat to you today. Thank you so much for sharing your moment with us. Thanks, Jenny. It was so fun. Really, really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Sliding Doors. If you've enjoyed our chat and found it inspiring, I would love it if you could rate, review, share, and subscribe. Thank you so much. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.